Apple Movies is going away. Oh, I can access my movies through YouTube. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure it'll be the same. Nope. And then we tried to find the great outdoors the other day because my kids wanted oh, to watch God. that yeah. shit again. And it was just like I typed in the great outdoors and I had to sort through like 50 like scenes before it would show me I own this movie. I can watch the whole thing. Like that should be the first thing they show me. Like yeah, I own the whole damn movie. The YouTube integration isn't the greatest. Right. Yeah, you got to go to... Um, you have to go into... Library, three, your movies, and shows. Yep, three different settings in order to get there. Yeah, a lot of clicking to get there. Speaking of stuff, Cooch, uh, have you given any more thought to Megadeth? Yeah, I, so let's go over the date. That's the 22nd, is that what you said? Yep. So that is my son's birthday party. Oh, okay. So we're doing uh, one of those local, like, um, uh, what are they called? Trampoline parks, urban air. We're doing a... Uh, like birthday party for him with a bunch of kids. I'd, I'd hate to. Sorry, sorry, babe. Um, I'm gonna go watch Trivium, so you're gonna manage all the kids. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that, but but you know, whatever. What do I know? I hear you. My question is, who's the headliner on that one? Megadeth. Are they? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say because that's a that is a classic band. That I don't has have they released anything recently? A couple of years ago, yeah. A couple of years ago. I, Versus I feel a, like, like they a did modern something band like that's pretty popular. Two years like... ago, yeah. But yeah, there's still a lot of great seats. Like there's a ton of stuff right up by the stage on the wings and right behind the pit, like second row right behind the pit. And the tickets are only like a hundred bucks. Well, I'm probably like one fifteen or one twenty once you put in all the taxes and fees, but it's twice what I paid for my three eleven tickets. <laughs> That's because it's three eleven. We just oh, saw ouch. Eliza. Ouch. We just saw Eliza Schlesinger in the ration. It was cool to watch anything in there. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Small and intimate. Saw Bill Cosby in the rash. That was cool. Did you? Oh yeah. Prior to his whole thing coming yeah. out. That's never going to happen again, so that's nope. awesome. Yeah. It's one of those things, you got to see him before a band member dies or the career dies. <laughs> yep. Or, or they get canceled. Yep. I saw him. He went to, he came up when I was at school in Northern. He uh, performed there, so I saw him in college. Good morning, genius. Good morning. So who's going to survive the day? Grixis is, is holding his hand up. I will. No. Uh, He's going to be down, I think, right away. I think. I don't know. We'll see. Everyone bring, could miss. Everyone bring your pun A game in the intro and hope for inspiration from the DM before we start. <laughs> right. That's my that's my alpha plan, by the way. <laughs> it's a good plan. We're like hanging it. our hat on that. What do we do if we don't have wit? Uh... 
Nene. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> we aren't even in the game, but take inspiration for that. That was so damn quick. Holy cow. All right. Phase <laughs> one of plan A. Working. <laughs> what do we do if we don't have wet? Nene? <laughs> that, that may just Nene may be the title of this show. <laughs> Although it's pre-show. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Holy cow. That's the show, oh. folks. We can't beat that. Uh, that felt good. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's nice having everybody back in one spot. Getting oh, ready goodness, to do yes. show proper. Yep. We've made people wait long enough. You, Tom. Yeah. Are we really 15 minutes from the beginning of the show? Is is uh, Cooch quieter for everyone else, or is it just my my headset? He's a little quieter Maybe. for everybody. Okay. Maybe just a hair. I, I don't know I what your question fine. is. Why? I'll talk louder. Oh, it just sounds quieter to me. I think I can edit that on my end. Is there something that's saying we're 15 minutes from show? Well, I thought so, but maybe not. I think I when, I select, yeah, when I selected you, it came up with a past broadcast, so I might have been watching oh. something else. Yeah, watching us from last, or two weeks ago, or watching yeah. videos from well, two weeks ago. Your volume, volume might have been me. I think I had you turned down from a previous show. I'm very loud, so that makes sense. I would the, turn um, me down, too. Norm, I noticed on the replay on YouTube of this, we had zero of 420 followers. Yep, that's because uh, the API for Twitch changed a bit, and so my oh. uh, my uh, overlay wasn't Broke. pulling in the information. I changed it up. If you look at the stream after today, you'll notice that the latest isn't scrolling. It's just the last person. Uh, the followers are updated, and subscriber goal is there. Cool. So. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's that's the thing I had put into chat. That I was talking to Plant Lamp about that, where you said I missed yeah. this this morning. Yeah. Oh my God! All that stuff is in there. I'm like, wow. It would have been helpful. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the thing player.me that I was using for my overlay and pulling in all the notifications and stuff, um, that is going away, like Oof. in a week. So I had to yeah. transfer and upload, and do that stuff, and it's in stream elements now. Yeah. So that's. A lot of the videos I saw about it recommended using stream elements to plug and play stuff. It was so funny. Once I got it, kind of understood how it was going to work and be put together. I'm like, crap, I don't have anything to put in the background. I don't have anything to put. I don't have tags for any of us. Oh. So you can use, <clears throat> and I'm trying to remember, I, did you, the notification of the assets that I uploaded to yes. Google Drive? Okay. Yes, I did. Go through So that. I have that folder now in Google, which yeah. is good. And uh, I'm trying to remember if I have a blank background with, with the holes cut out already, or if I just if it's only with our nameplates. Yeah. I can remove the nameplates. Yeah, I'll figure out how to do it all eventually. And yeah. So with the start. holes with the holes cut out, um, I'm able to put the video behind. That way, yeah. you don't see the borders, and when you talk, it doesn't light up and stuff. So. 
Yeah, I was trying to clip that stuff down to not show that at one point last week. I'm like, eh, I can see the the little green highlight around the window when Jeff was talking. I'm like, eh, clip that out. <laughs> yeah. So it it takes a bit of getting used to and a, a bit of messing around, but you'll get it. Yeah, it works. I'm gonna go to the bathroom quick before we start. I'll be right back. Got your backup characters ready? Nope. <laughs> I mean, I have some backup characters. I I feel like if we all die in this, then I mean that's end of end of campaign. I would assume, right? Like you can't have everybody in die and just pull in four characters randomly. Lean won't die, so run. Yeah, probably has dimension door or some shit. She'll just disappear. Yeah, double birds, mm. later bitches. Yeah, I think uh, I think Jacob would wait. If there's one person down, Jacob would still try to get them out. But once two people go down, I don't. I think it's kind of a lost cause. So mm-hmm. it might be. <clears throat> there's only so much you can do in a war zone. So, yeah. So don't die. I'm going to do something risky, and I have... Spirit Bomb. I don't know what Spirit Bomb is. Kamehameha Wave. I'll... I'll, If he attacks me next time, I'll hellish rebuke him. That's for damn sure. So, just make sure these uh, unholy creatures are getting some holy damage, because that's the way to go. Yeah, and before I... It might have even been before we... We started pre-show. Uh, John said we we need to stake him, like we have to. <laughs> he keeps regenerating most of his health back. Yeah. Return. She's like other vampires. Radiant damage will stop it too. No, oh, that's a good question. Makes sense. <clears throat> it's like holy water, but in light form. Yeah, and I think I have a spell that gives my attack, or I get bonus radiant damage. But the Noel is up first, so it may all be reaction. Noel. You guys discussing strategy while I was away. Uh huh. Mildly. Mildly. Ah. Uh, yay. I have coffee. Mm. Two nerds, one quest. Where did you get that fantastic tumbler, Kukta? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Tom. Two nerds and one quest has an amazing merchandise page you could support if you're interested. I'll throw the link in chat. I'm glad you brought that up, Ryan. Mm-mm. Still cold. <laughs> <laughs> Warren Scootin' Jack. Welcome to our commercial. Uh-huh. Uh. Hold it up and kind of like... 
sound like you're reading off of a sheet. <laughs> if it wasn't so shiny, it's just a shiny thing. You can't even read the words. Yeah, you yeah. can't really see it. That's funny. All Available right. in multiple colors and sizes. Just like is, your mom. Hey. All right, are we ready? Your mom likes multiple colors and sizes. I guess. <laughs> are, are, are we ready? Or are you? <laughs> All right, uh, hold on. It's like, are, are you pointing at me to start up? No. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM, JC Dittmer, here with these three nerds because, yeah, math is hard. The man pointing at me, queuing me up, teaching me Twitch protocol is one Tom M. Norman playing Doug this morning. I don't have wit, so apparently I'll nae That's what I learned <laughs> well, this morning. Pre-show, pre-show <laughs> joke this morning. That man Nanang over there in the Disney shirt is one Ryan Crixus Kukta. Hey, good morning, y'all. Happy he Sunday. Needs... Get after it. I was going to say, he needs a happy place. He's about to get wrecked. <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my brain around why that last goal was disqualified in the El Trafico last night. I just don't get it. So. Huh? No? That's the part of soccer someone needs to explain to me. I would have to look at it to explain it to you. I did not watch the game last night. It's interesting. I, I am very no. excited to hear the words El Trafico come out of your mouth, though. That, that <laughs> makes me happy. It's interesting. Check it out. Yeah, the, the for those of you not in the know, that is a rivalry game between the LA Galaxy and LAFC in Major League Soccer. Very fun. That last man there in the green striped shirt looking all like uh, Joe from Blue's Clues is one, <laughs> <laughs> one Jeff Jacob Williams. How you doing this hey, morning, yeah. hey uh, the action's been paused for some weeks. My memory seems to have leaks. Was it vampire dogs or giant blue frogs? And is the show still called One Adventure for Geeks? <laughs> <laughs> That is fair. That is fair. It has been too long. Um, I remember, funny, watching it back this morning, um, I asked Ryan at the end of last session, would he like the bad guy to swing at him? Or do you want to wait for a week? And he goes, sure, I'll just take that pit of dread in my stomach for a week. Well, here we are a month later. So hopefully that's not an ulcer at this point. Had time to come to terms with uh, with getting attacked by the leader of the vampire crew right here. So, yeah. But. So to set this up, um, Doug had gotten knocked down, uh, made a death saving throw. Tika grabbed Doug by the leg and dragged him out of there. Then he was able to be healed for eighteen hit points. So, Doug, Tika. 
Jacob and Valine are all up the ice hallway to the north. And Crixus is standing toe-to-toe with the Null Vampire. Halfway between the two of them is the little vampire spawn guy who has been staked. So, we are starting with the Null Vampire. I will run this down for everyone in the audience quick because it's been a month. Uh, Starting right now, a full round would be the Null Vampire, Doug, Jacob, Valine. Uh, the vampire spawn that's dead, the vampire spawn that's living, and then back to Crixus. We just had Crixus's turn, where I think you were the one that actually brought Doug back up. Yeah, I healed Doug, and uh, I get a little bit of a boost from healing other people, but it does not appear to be enough, considering was... the amount of necrotic damage dealt by this vampire monster. Yeah, it was not a lot. So... Um, he gets multi-attack. He makes two attacks, one with his bite and one with his claws. So, staring down. Excuse me. Crixus face-to-face. He is going in for a bite. Red alert. Shields up. It's a 16 to you. A 16 does not, in fact, damage Crixus. So he is very frustrated that his bite did not hit. He swings at you with his claws. That's a 25. 25 hits. Hits. Now the nice thing about this is there's no necrotic damage with his claws. So you end up taking 8 points (laughs) of slashing damage. Remains standing. Leaving you at 2. Oh my gosh. I'm still standing. (laughs) <laughs> all right that changes everything uh-huh and we move on to doug so doug you're standing there stake in hand yeah i'm going to i think doug's still on the ground oh yeah you're laying down you just got healed you opened what no, no i was standing he he has... last turn and stood up yep he... uh he got healed on Crixus's turn which was Ooh. just before the yes so oh. you haven't stood up yet but the good news is you're close enough that if you stand up, you still have movement enough to get to him. That's good, because that would have wrecked my entire turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to right. cast uh, Blade Ward on myself. Mm. So I have resistance against one. bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by Ooh. weapon attacks. So That's good. That's are good. Fang's weapon attacks and both his bite and claws are melee weapon attacks. Okay. So I'm gonna cast so Blade Ward on myself. Yep. I'm going to run in. Okay. Now, actually, here's here's my bonus action question. If I run in and get between him and Crixus, can I shove him using my shield and that bonus charge to try to knock him prone? A, a I forget what it's called. <clears throat> push would usually There's, be. An oh yeah, action. A, shove. a shove is an action, or or the push is an action. It was an action to cast your blade ward, right? Uh, yep, yep, yeah. So you'd be able to get up, move to him, cast the blade ward. You at that point you're 
kind of at the end of your stuff unless you have a bonus action that you can use. It shoves a bit too much for a bonus action. Okay. I was kind of hoping I'd be able to do that. But Although, no. a neat rules thing for you, if you have multiple attacks, a shove is an attack. So you can replace one of your attacks with a shove. This is especially important if you're being grappled. Because okay. you can shove them away from you. <laughs> So if, I, so if I swung with my sword as an action, I can then shove him as an action. Uh, if you swung with your sword as an attack, you get two attacks. Yep. So you swing with your sword for the first attack, and your second attack, you could shove him. Nice. Then you wouldn't be able to blade ward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm No, I'm... <sighs> Shit. All right. I'm going <laughs> to... Can I take my turn back then? Dude, yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to cat? Well, that's fine. You no. were trying to. I, I don't want to do that. Still in the middle of it. I haven't done anything okay. really. <laughs> so I'm going you to run up to him. So I stood up. Yeah. I'm going to run up to yep. him. My first attack, I'm going to stake him. You're going to stake him. Okay, unarmed attack to stake him. And I have advantage with my hexblade curse yet, if I remember correctly. But I think you need to use your actual weapon for hexblade curse. I think. Uh, no. Nope. I think it's literally just uh, any melee weapon attack. Uh, against a cursed target, you gain plus three bonus to damage rolls, score a critical hit on a roll of nineteen or twenty, and I regain four hit points if he dies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So plus three damage to this if you hit. Sixteen. 16. Um, nope. 16 would miss. Fuck. His armor just misses. His armor is a 17. I think you guys figured uh, out. Inspiration. Ooh, I'll give inspiration. him my inspiration. Okay, so I, so I swing again? Yep. He's replacing your swing. Do better. You aren't Dirty. Nat 20. Nat, nat 20? Nat 20. Nice. Crit, crit that bitch. All right. I crit that bitch. So it is the, it's a stake, so 1d4, so 2d4 dice, plus the, your strength modifier, plus your um, bonus 3 damage. And then he is staked as well. That's weird, it's just giving me... Yeah, I don't oh. think it's a d4... It's... It's giving you the unarmed strike. You're holding the stake. Uh -huh. uh, go ahead and just roll 2d4 okay. as a crit. Because the stake's a d4. It's Treat it like, like a, a dagger. Yeah. So right. just roll 2d4 and then add the plus 3 from the... 7. 7? Alright. 7 damages. Yes, thank you, Inspiration. And he squeals as you hit him with a, <laughs> a stake. It kind of sizzles around the puncture. Whoop, holy hell. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. I just hit my microphone. Um, like a piggy. And, and the good news is at this point he is bloodied as well. Alright. I'm going to use my second attack to shove him and knock, try to knock him prone. I'm going to try to do that. Okay. Alright. He gets a contested strength. Throw, uh, you got to hit him first. So go ahead and shove. So was that unarmed strike? Yep. Nat 20. Oh, yeah. All right, so then 
And I'm going to click on my inventory. I'm going to click on my battering shield. And I'm going to expend a charge. Where's my reference? Uh, I gain plus one. Blah, blah, blah. Additionally, the shield has three charges and it gains one. If you are holding the shield and push a creature within your reach at least five feet away, you can expend one charge to push that creature an additional 10 feet, knock it prone, or both. So can I push it 10 feet and knock it prone since I critted? Uh, hang on a second. Using the attack <coughs> action, you make a special shove. If you're able to make multiple attacks with the attack action, this replaces one of them. Uh, strength, athletics, check, contested by the target's strength, athletics, or dexterity. So, um, well, let's see how well he does. Um, on his contested roll here, because you rolled a net 20. He had a dirty 20. Uh, so you can either push him away or you can push him down. Not both, because he had too much Not strength. Both. Not both, because he, if he had rolled less than a 10, sure, but yeah, he, okay. he rolled a 20. He planned so, it. He saw what you are doing. I'm definitely knocking the, him down. Is it the item that gives you the option of both or the shoving? The item. The battering shield. Read that again, then. Uh, uh, do, do, do. If you are holding the shield and push a creature within your reach at least five feet away, you can expend one charge to push that creature an additional 10 feet, knock it prone, or both. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so you can. You got to expend a charge on your shield. Yep. Yeah, I, I did that. But awesome. you can you can push it 15 feet away and knock it prone. Your shield allows you to do that. Yep. That has and... nothing to do with, like, you shoved yep. and did the shove okay. action, and it acts on the shove action. So absolutely, you can do both. All right, so I'm doing so, that. So 15 feet and prone. Yep. 15 feet and prone. So he's 15 feet away from everyone now, pushed back into the cave, into the main area of the cave. So he's laying on the ground about middle of the cave. You have Crixus and Doug standing next to each other. And then about another 10 feet, there's the small one. And then about 10 feet from there is Jacob and Tika and Valine. You seem in a much better position than you were where we left you. It's been an eventful two turns. All right. And then what are you at for health or cooch? You're pretty low, right? <laughs> Effectively zero. Okay. Yeah. So, as a he gets bonus, down wrong. as a bonus action, I'm gonna ca cast a shield of. Oh, you already have shield of faith on you, don't you? Didn't I already do that to you? No. Okay, I'm gonna cast shield of faith on you, uh, which uh, grants you a plus two bonus to your AC for up to ten minutes. It's a concentration spell. Uh, awesome. Okay. Don't forget if you have a free if you have an action at some point, paladins get the uh, lay on hands thing too. But that is action it, was not uh, as good this time because you did much cooler. Question clarification for you, Norm: Is your um, explain curse con concentration, and if so, is this shield of faith concentration? No, explain curse's ability. Yeah. Okay. And so is the shield. Because the shield, shield of is, faith is, is this, yeah, it's just there. You don't have to concentrate on it. Correct. Shield, shield of faith is concentration. It's a spell. The spell does it have a, the little diamond yep. with the C next to it? Yes. Okay. Yep. The shield yep. of faith is right, uh, and it lasts up to ten minutes. Excellent. That completes your turn. We move to Jacob. 
All right. Well, uh, I guess one of my plans is still an okay plan. Um, On to plan B. I would like to uh, move up. All right. I would like to move up as close as I can without getting in melee with anybody else. And I would like to toss a bead of force at the uh, prone vampire. Uh, you, you can move probably about five so feet can, forward. What's the range on the bead of force? It's 60 feet I can throw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can absolutely I just needed them. just needed to be within 10 feet of, of the guy. So uh, DC 15 dex saving throw. Um, doesn't he fail deck saving throws being prone? I don't know. Or can you be? Can you have dexterity on, I, laying on your back? I, I'd like to tell you it is, but I'd have to check rules. But I really want it to be that way. Your mom has a lot of dexterity laying on her back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Got him. <laughs> Oh. I don't see anything under prone for. Is it an attack roll? That would be what. Yeah, attack. Uh, melee attacks have advantage and uh, yeah. ranged attacks have, have disadvantage, disadvantage for prone creatures. So is this a ranged attack? No, this is just a use of an item. <laughs> okay. So the. He needs a dexterity saving throw. 19. Tell me it's... What's that? 19. Okay. Uh, so he saved. Um, do, 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 do. Creatures that succeeded on the save are pushed away. Uh, okay, so uh, the sphere takes up a 10-foot radius. A, it's a sphere of force, and uh, creatures that succeeded or are partially within are pushed away from the center until they're no longer inside of it. So, theoretically, it might have pushed him even further away and put a big ball in front of him. So how big is the ball? It's a 10-foot radius. 10-foot radius, so he'd go out. I was hoping he'd further. be trapped inside of it. How big is the hallway? He's he's in the open. You're in H19. You're in that big open room with all the bones in Got it. it. Got so, uh, he's essentially pushed up against the back wall at this point. Does that beat of force maintain that bubble then and keep things uh, out of it? For uh, for a minute nothing can pass through it. Okay. Wow. Um it so is a big obstacle only, in the middle of the room now. <laughs> it only weighs 1 pound regardless of the weight of the creatures inside. Okay. So, it's very movable. It's just a very big ball. All right. So explain um, to me what happened. And then... <laughs> if he's safe, pushed uh, out of it. If he fails, he's inside it? Yes? Yeah. F okay. he, could take, he would take 5d4 five, five force damage and be trapped inside it for a minute. Nothing can, out, nothing can transfer through it except for breathable air. Wow. So, that would have been huge. Still is kind of yeah. huge. You guys have, I have essentially shoved this guy thirty feet away from you all. <laughs> I've got um, move. I've bitch. got one more of Get those. But, uh, bonus action. I will command Tika to go attack the other one. Okay. And I gotta find his attack. Oh, it's. 
still fuzzy. Well, that looks good. Uh, 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. 22 definitely hits. And that'll be 10 damage. Nice. 10 damages. Excellent. Question for the DM. Yes. Do you happen to know how my, uh, um, my, uh, what is it called? Um, sorry, my weapon, uh, uh, spiritual weapon reacts to that bubble? To the bubble of force? Yeah. Um, being a spirit. Because of the. I think because of Tom's, uh, uh, or, um, Doug's push, I think it. The bead probably ended up further away. Because you were whipping the little guy, right? Well, I was. No, I, I had my spiritual weapon attacking. The big guy. The big guy. Yeah. And so does my spiritual weapon stay by me? Does it yep. get pushed by the bubble? No, I, I would rule being ethereal that it would. Well. I don't think it would have gotten trapped in the bubble. Yeah. Just... No, no, I because you can't. You could walk through it if you needed to. Okay. So I, it's I a think floating it's... spectral weapon. Yeah. So it basically, oh, my is... shove would have went right through the spectral weapon. Okay, I think yeah. we're saying it's still by me. So... Yeah, it's still by you. So you'd, you'd have Got to it. make it one hit. Right? Are you done, Jacob? Then. Uh, uh, yes, I think uh, Tika's going to position between the two vampires, and Jacob's going to stay where he was. Okay. Valene is going to cast Ray of Sickness on the little guy. Ooh, um, at third level. So, cast that, and she targets him for... 15 to hit, which I believe does. Where's the little guy? Yep. Yeah, they were 14. We learned we learned a lot last week. Or, yeah. well, last show. So her damage on that ray of sickness is 12 poison damage. Feels good. Um, kind of bouncing between. I have one extra monitor today, so. Uh, he does not look so well. Hang on a second. Okay, cool. Poison is not listed amongst those. So he takes all of that. He does not look good at all. He is sitting there. He's kind of frustrated. Um, then she is going to proceed to run up to him and to get into melee range. Because she's got shit she wants to try and do. Balls. And she's watching you guys fall and stand up and know she can't heal you at all so she's going to try to get some of the attention of these guys because plus she has more hit points than all of us combined yep. <laughs> um so we get around that'll complete her turn she runs up to him after hitting him with this tries to get his attention which she does uh she gets his attention so he is absolutely let's see he gets well he's staked so he doesn't get his hit points um, he's going to bite at her. That's for a 9, which will miss her. Her AC is 10. <laughs> so it wow. just misses her. Uh, and it does not have another thing to do. He doesn't have an ally within 5 feet. 
So his pack tactics, tactics don't activate. So that moves us to Crixus. At two hit, at two hit points. <laughs> Never thought he'd see the day. All right. Well, so Crixus is just gonna straight up do uh, second level cure wounds on himself. That's a good idea. Not great, but. 12 to the good. You now have more hit points than the little guy. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, so how far away is the little guy? He's like 10 feet behind you. Like if you turn around. Alright, bonus action. I'm gonna just move the, uh, spectral weapon, spiritual weapon in his general area. And crack him over the ass with it. Like a wound up kitchen towel. Wow. Just like that. And that is 14 exactly to hit. Yeah, that hits him. That's his AC. And that'll give me six damage. Six damage. You want to describe how this little fucker dies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, I was aiming for his uh, back. The actually, what happened was it lashes him right or, uh, around the neck, and head pops right off. Nice. Yep, lash around his neck, and the the, the necrotic nature of him. There isn't a lot that holds him together there. So when that cracks around his neck, and you yank quick and just. And he just falls in front of you. Falls forward onto the stake that's in him and just kind of crumbles to dust in the snow. Awesome. I'm gonna then, uh, well, that's it. That's my bonus action to move the. Well, um, so then I'm gonna move farther away, like kind of towards Valine. Back, you could get behind Valine easily. Yeah, let's do like that. Valine, like, you could get out as far away from... You'd be the furthest one away from him if you use your full movement up that hallway. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So you're back all the way by Jacob. Behind Jacob. The Knoll vampire uses his movement, half of his movement, to stand up. It's 15 feet. And then he moves halfway around the ball of horse <laughs> with the other 15 feet. And then he is going to... Uh, let's get him up here. Uh, and I apologize. I had to run out and let the dogs help out. Which which thing just died? Was it the one? The, the little one. The little one. Okay, that's what I thought. Be- yeah. Between the spell that Valene cast and coming up on him, and then he swung at Valene and missed, and then Crixus used his spirit. He healed himself and used his spiritual weapon to annihilate the last couple of hit points of the little guy. Excellent. Um, the... He moved around. He stood up, moved halfway around the ball of force. And then he is going to look at Valine. She needs to make a constitution saving throw. I thought he was going to summon Bahamut or something like that. Do area of effect damage. He's going to affix her with a sickening gaze which is a DC 15 
constitution saving throw. And she fails. So she is considered poisoned for the next 24 hours. Ooh. And there's no Ouch, secondary bro. save to that, so. Ouch, bro. Yeah. Um, that will be his turn. Uh, so we're the Doug. Let me make sure she has poisoned conditions. Poisoned. All right. I am going to run up to the vampire who is still prone, correct? Or is it, did he get up? No, he no. got up and he walked 15 feet around the um, ball of force. Okay. I'm going to run up to him. Yep. As a bonus action, I am going to I'm going to cast uh, Brandishing Smite uh, second level which uh, attack deals an extra 2d6 radiant damage to the target which becomes visible if it is invisible and target sheds dim light in a 5 foot radius and can't become invisible until the spell ends um, this is concentration, so it's going to get rid of that plus two AC on you, Crixus. Okay. Crixus is well safe. He moved yep. away behind Jacob, so. Yep, that's why I feel comfortable <laughs> doing this. <laughs> um, and then when you cast this spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, the extra damage increases by 1d6. Uh, so I, this is only a level two spell, so it's 2d6. It's going to... Um, be extra damage on my attack. Okay. So I'm going to swing with my mace. Mace to the face. Mace, mace, mace. And it's covered up. 23 to hit. Oh, hell yeah, that hits. Yeah. So this is going to be... A question for you. Yeah. Was that a 19? Uh. No? I couldn't see. Uh, it's plus six, so no, it was oh, plus seven. Six. Okay. So it was a seventeen. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Remember, you yep, I crit a nineteen and twenty. Yep. <laughs> um, so technically, that would have been a twenty-six because I had the plus three. Um, so eight plus what did I say? Two d six. So eight plus. Yep. Eight plus seven is fifteen damage. Seven 15 of it radiates. Did you add your three from the? thing with the stuff the plus three is on my attack in that okay no it's on the damage i thought you guys you don't get a say in this <laughs> which which thing is this the hexblade the... curse hexblade curse i thought it was damage rolls i could be wrong i get a plus three uh, bonus to damage rolls so yeah you're right so that would have yeah, been 18 damage, damage. It's not plus three to my attack. It's plus three to damage. Uh, okay, so that's an additional but, three. And some of that eight, some of that was uh, radiant. Right? Yep, so seven was radiant. radiant. Yep. You know, radiant doesn't seem to do a ton. Oh really? Yeah. It it's it seems normal. Like the radiant damage. Well noted. There is a sunlight you know. thing. That happens. Yeah. 
All right, and then my second attack. My dogs are dumb. <laughs> ah, 18 to hit. 18 does hit. Not by much, but it does hit. For six damage? Six damage. Uh, nine damage, I mean, because I get the nine plus damage. three. And I don't get radiance on the second attack, right? I'm assuming... No. No, it's concentration. It's concentration up to a minute. Uh, it says the next time you hit. It's the next time you hit before the spell ends. Yep. Okay. So, so when you, once you hit, it goes so, away, and you're no longer yeah. concentrating. It it's absorbed. It's kind of like a um. Um, you can enchantment. as long as you're concentrating on it, the other effects stay active. The Shedding light can't turn invisible things. Oh. That's all right. Yeah, but so yeah, the to, damage up to a minute. He he has a glow. He has a nice little uh, uh, twilight vampire glow about him. <laughs> Ooh, sparkly. That was adorable. And yeah. So that last your that last complete, hit was nine, nine damage total. Yep. Is your turn complete? Yeah, because I can't do anything else. All right. Word to Jacob. He's moved around the side of the ball right, of force, um, so you could actually hit him. You aren't, you wouldn't be shooting through the ball of force. All right, I will take uh, two shots with the longbow. Oh, is it enough? Eighteen. Eighteen does hit. All right, I will add uh, Tika's reaction one d six fire damage to this one. So it's, uh, where did it go? 10 damage plus the d6. Uh, did it roll? It disappeared. You should be able to look in the log and see it. All right, three. So 10 from the longbow, three from the uh, fire. All right. Second attack. That'll be enough, I think. Yeah, uh, 24 to hit. Absolutely. Oh, oh, it was better, but it's okay. Eight damage, piercing. Hey, Jacob. Yeah. Want to describe kill shot? <laughs> All right, yeah. So, and he's a uh, very easy to see spot because he's glowing. I'm uh, going to shoot the first one. Um, to kind of get get his arms out of the way, so I'm gonna try to. Sh the first one would have been in an arm, and then uh, opens up the shot where I can see the um, see the stake, and I'm gonna aim for the stake and pound it further into his heart. Oh, fantastic! You actually you hit the end of that stake, and it does the um, it hits something like in his rib cage in his back or something. You hit that stake, and it actually is driven into the heart, and you split it, and it expands within his heart and you hear the sizzle and scream as he falls back and hits the ground and if you've ever seen someone fall into like powdery snow it kind of is that except it's all ash as he dissipates leaving a black spot in the ice uh, Doug is going to throw his arms up in the air and yell trick shot for the win 
Yeah. Of all the ways I saw that ending, that was not in the card in in my uh my thoughts. I never thought we were going to do that. The shoving and ball of force and st- getting the stake in him and then shoving him away and then ball of forcing him away and making him have to stand up and move was clutch. Like, I don't know if that's <laughs> what you guys were discussing, but that's, yeah. Nope. So, yeah, the, the shoving is done. what I came up with last night when I said I have a plan. <laughs> I see <laughs> Well, I'm glad we didn't have to resort to my terrible plan. <laughs> what was your terrible plan? Uh, my terrible plan was we have two bags of holding and a creature that doesn't mind being shunted to another plane. Ah. <laughs> yeah. But we would have lost everything in both bags of holding and definitely would have had to get everybody clear of 10, ten feet of it. But... That is a terrible plan. Yeah, it is. Um, that Krixis. plan uh, counted Krixis. on someone else getting Crixus out of the way, and but Crixus was still standing. Uh, I got some healing for you if you want, Crixus. Uh, Crixus I feel... goes down to a knee. Yeah, Doug is gonna plop on his ass, and he's gonna just say, "I, I need a, I need a nap. <laughs> I hurt. I, I, I'm hurt." <laughs> Who wants to cure wounds first? Valine walks forward, and a, a, the group of you kind of like Jacob's walking up to heal, and Crixus and Duggar sitting there. Uh, as Jacob walks up, Valine walks over and right on the edge of things turns around and casts Liamin's tiny hut <laughs> right in this area. Keep you guys safe. You're all inside of it. All right. So we definitely need to take a long rest. So I'm gonna ask. I got that. I'm gonna ask Valine. Um, I think we just walked out of a long rest, like a few, uh, not that long ago. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Crixus. I'm gonna ask Valine how she's feeling. I'm spent magically. Um, I didn't get hit as much, but I've I've gone through. Let's see if I'm looking at this. Yeah, she's out of fours. She's out of threes. She is now out of twos with the tiny hunt. She's got a couple of ones left. Is she feeling the effects of the poison? She feels, yeah. She she feels weak. Something that he did, like when he looked at her. I... I don't know what it is. I he didn't bite me or anything, but I do not feel well. Can I try the lesser restoration to see if that sure. solves that problem for her? Restoration, re, da, 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 da. does lesser restoration cure poisons? Blinded, so. blind, deaf, paralyzed, or poisoned? Okay, yep, that would clear that from her. Alright, um, takes a deep breath in and thank you. Thank you, Crixus. That does feel better. Um, Jacob would want to go look for the arrows. And I rolled a, I shot six of them and I rolled a six on a d6, but I feel like at least one of them might have been destroyed. 
Uh, yeah, the one that was in him that split the thing, the head kind of compacted. But you're able to find the other ones. So five. Of them. Yeah, well, one one was easy to find. It was in the back of Valine. Yeah, exactly. She actually came back and handed it to you. Said, "This is yours." I have an itch right here. I just can't seem to scratch. Can you check it out? Do be careful. All right, and then uh, I'm gonna use some hit dice for sure. Well, you're going to take a long rest here, aren't you? Yeah. Are we able to? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Rixus is exhausted, so he could rest anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much of the mindset that I would put down my pack and just zonk right out. There are strenuous things you do in life sometimes where you just want to go to bed earlier, and you sleep all night, and it happens, so... (laughs) I am saying, yes, you can take another long rest. Oh. This would put you back on a more normal schedule with the daylight cycle. Oh, excellent. So, where Not that we would know being in a cavern. From... No, you don't actually understand that, but when you took the long rest early before, it kind of set you off of the daylight schedule, but now you're actually... Your body's naturally... Your your internal clocks are telling you, hey, yeah, this is when we normally sleep, and I'm exhausted. So for the next eight hours inside the hut, you rest. Anything right, you can to do or discuss during this time? Can I just have um, Tika just do a little recon um, while we're in there? Just sure. kind of. Where do you want check to check out the? Uh, just check out all the little side alcoves and see if there's anything um, threatening. I don't want her to search necessarily, just make sure there isn't a threat. Okay, so like around H19? Yeah, H19, and then probably just to the split to the south. Like, she's not going to go... I'd probably just have her sit in that hallway to the... I think I'd just have her sit in the hallway down there just um, just to guard. Okay. Um, there isn't anything else in the area. Um, those little alcoves to the north, just more bones laying there. Uh, heading south, it does split. Um, there is a, um, looking down the hallway into 20. Can you see what she sees? No. no, no, no. She has um, she has an intelligence of eight, so oh, enough okay. to know enough to know what's good for her, but not enough to really gather intel. I say she was kind of curious and walked down and peeked her head into age twenty, and then turned around very quickly, <laughs> came back, um, and then she saw there was another hallway leading off to age twenty one. Okay, yeah, way to her. All good to go before during that fire. Kirksus will ask the professor if uh, if there's anything interesting they need to know about this part of the cave. I don't know. I <laughs> I have never been here. I I know of Yathren. I know stories of Yathren, but I don't know of this cave in particular. Interesting. Right. So if we get somewhere else where you'd like some information, I, I could look around at that, but judging yep. this room, this was probably where he stayed for a while. 
Interesting. You guys take a long rest here then. Um, what would you like to do after your long rest? You feel refreshed, thankful to be alive. Actually, be before I took my long rest, I would have done Divine Sense. Uh, uh, as an action, I can detect good and evil until the end of my turn. But just to be sure that there is nothing, it's within 60 feet. So that would be... Okay. Yeah, you don't detect anything evil. You don't detect anything good. It's like almost like there's nothing, no presence down or around you at all. Does, does Jacob get any sense off of Valine? Doug? Uh, does Doug get a sense from Valine? Uh, yeah, sorry, Doug. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Yeah, I suppose because that would go off of everybody. Uh, let me grab. I mean, I'm, I don't know, but I don't think she's evil. She just isn't. Um, yeah. Doesn't Fair care. Fair point. Um, I'm going to say, no, you don't technically get anything. Here, let me. Let me just grab her real quick. I don't think she is. Um, Jacob would ask if anybody had any spare arrows, which I think no. we talked about. There's some in the bag of holding. Nothing comes off of Alina as far as good or evil. Like, she she literally reads neutral. <laughs> good to note. Alright. Alright, then I'm good so, to go. Crixus, did uh, you had some arrows, right? In the bag of holding from... Uh, yeah. So, let me just get to I that. Think, I can't remember what it was, but uh, I think I remember saying that at most he had 20 in his quiver. So, any above 20 were would have been in the bag of holding, and the ones in the quiver turned to ice. While we're in our long rest, it would make sense that... You know, we have time to go through the bag of holding, just as yep. a reminder for the team. Uh, there's a figurine of wondrous power, alchemy jug, the immovable rod, a plus one longbow, potion of cold resistance, which Crixus does not need, as a reminder, short sword plus one, cloak of billowing, Crossbow bolts acid style. There's 20 of those. Dragon's blood. And a playing card set. <laughs> um, I actually would probably take the plus one. I have a longbow of warning, but the plus one longbow would be just a slight better. Especially, I think Doug said he's got a warning weapon too. Yep, he's yes, got a I do. Of warning, so. You should take right, that plus one longbow then. And then I know we talked about arrows, but I want to say it was only like ten. Yeah, it would have been in the bag of holding. Yeah, I don't. I have crossbow bolt, but I don't show that there's arrows. I think you took them already when we talked about it. Okay, I didn't. I didn't put them in my inventory, but. Okay. Okay, so I have eighteen total then, and that's all the arrows we have. I'll take that longbow then. Did you want to swap or should I can just throw it in my the other one in my pack for now? In my bag. Uh, there's no reason for me to have a cross or a longbow. 
sell it next time we get somewhere. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So what would you guys like to do? All right. Well, get up and stretch. I'm all ready to go. Uh, so Tika, does you don't see what she sees, but sh- she can communicate with you. What she see? What she saw? Like nothing north. You guys I, came from the north, so you kind of know. Well, I mean, H nineteen has those two rooms above it. Oh yeah, yeah, so, those two rooms. Yeah. I'd, I mean, you yeah, I guys half seen. We go just, yeah, yeah. just go peek in them. Yeah, just to make sure, because she wasn't looking for treasure or anything. Yeah, yeah so peeking I'm, in them, that's just bones and refuse. All right, then I'm going to start heading south. I'm going to uh, just say, all right, let's go, and just start marching south and not necessarily wait for anybody. Do you go to H21 or H22, left or right? Uh, I am going to go... I'll go left. Go left to H21? The pattern. Left is always right. Yep. As you approach this room uh the icy floor has been chipped away massively um and in the in the indentation it looks like something was in here like chipping away at this there is a frozen frost giant um Whoever excavated this ice away either took everything that was valuable or didn't find anything valuable. But this frozen frost giant is still half frozen in there, but it was deemed either they got what they were digging for or they discovered that there was nothing there. And kind of looking through the chips and scratches and the ice, you don't see anything beyond him other than he's just kind of stuck in that ice. Oh. Hey, Norm, so, you got that drippy cave music? Uh, I do. This hip hop, this hip hop is kind of taking me out of the out of the setting. <laughs> I honestly didn't even think about it. Uh, we're feeling pretty good after making yep. it that battle. <laughs> Crix just pulled out a little box that's got a speaker on it. Got it over his shoulder and just kind of bopping down the game. (laughs) Yep. No, let's take a second. So, modified sending stone. The frozen frost giants. How tall is this guy? About 20 feet. He takes up most of the floor in this place. Right. I fear. No, no. I fear to think. I fear to think what you're thinking right now. I'd like to investigate the rest of this room. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you don't come across anything that seems to be of value. Uh Oh, that's better. Valine contemplates the house. Contemplate for a moment, um, wondering if trying to animate this guy would be uh, useful. 
she determines after thinking it, looking back at the tunnel behind her and thinking about it, that he wouldn't navigate well in here, so she's not going to try and animate him. <laughs> I'm going to open up the backpack and strap it down so that the professor can always see what's going on in here. Hmm. Yeah, he comments yeah. that this used to be um, the land prior to Yathrin's collapse was known to have cross giants roaming it. And perhaps he, Yathrin, landed on him. Entombing him in ice. Yikes, interesting. The, um... Professor Orb can float himself around, right? If we if we just let him loose. I'm not sure that I no. want him just floating around, though. He can't so... float himself around. Ah, for some reason, I thought he I thought he could cast Mage Hand. I don't know why. If that's if I'm remembering that, or I think you're misremembering, or maybe that's something that I mean, if you were watching that other show where they were running this, the game might have thought that was a cool way to guide people around. I suppose it might be possible. He hasn't talked like he could cast anything or do anything. Wow. There is a whole write-up on him. So let, I'll read it while we continue on. <laughs> um, where would you like to go? You, you didn't have right. anything useful in this end of things. All right, so yeah. Try going. Doug, Doug would have actually taken a really close look at the Frost Giant to see if there was anything visible um, that he had on his body. Like, is, like if we would have spent, like, five minutes tapping at the ice to get to uh looking at it you don't see anything uh, you don't see any places where something might have been torn out or anything like that it looks like someone dug in here looking for stuff and didn't find anything making that investigation yeah, you're absolutely right oh he can in, he addition, can cast... in addition to the knowledge it possesses the orb can cast mage hand cantrip at will it uses the spell only to transport itself oh <laughs> there you go it hasn't mattered. It's always been in a backpack. Yeah, it's up to you whether or not you want to actually let him do that. I don't want him to do that because I do <laughs> want to maintain control over the item. So uh, he's in the backpack strapped down, but the top is flipped open so he can continue to see and participate in conversation. All right. All right. You guys head back down the tunnel towards H20. As you move towards H20, you take the uh, split in the hallway that leads that way. You can tell the stench that you smelt in H19 was coming from here. Ugh. Um, as you get closer, there is, you get, this opens up. There is a pillar of ice that looks like it was shattered. As if something had burst from the inside of it. Around the base of this pillar, there are 12 human skulls. Well, naturally, we're going to go check that out. Oh, sure. Looking at that... I'm uh, as I'm going, though, I'm going to be looking actively looking for any type of traps, because that looks very suspicious. Sauce. Uh, make an investigation check. 18. 18. With an 18, you're looking at it and um, Professor Scant chimes in. You you actually see there's a split in the entirety of this room that seems to um, you're able to, with an 18, realize this 
lines up with where you split the glacier to get inside. Uh, looking at the the uh, pillar of ice, you notice that the the form at the base of it, where the legs might have been, you see like leg imprints, very similar to what you just annihilated in the other room that nearly annihilated you. And you piece together that by opening the glacier and coming in here, you released that vampire into this cave. Ooh. Mm. What else so what you fought was of your own making, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. We deserve it. I'm going to look at everybody yeah. else and just say, oops. <laughs> and then, <laughs> well, it wasn't Doug's fault. He came later. That is yeah, true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, so I'm actually, instead of saying oops, I'm going to say, way to go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? Um, around the base, looking at those skulls, 12 skulls from 12 skeletons that you found headless before. 12, all the, the number 12 is lining up along all these things, this spirit shadow things you fought, the, the uh, 12 skeletons you found, and now the 12 skulls you found. Mm. Other than that, there isn't anything in this room. There's nothing of value. This was just the tomb that enclosed the Knoll vampire. Alright, then. Uh, upon finding nothing, uh, I w Doug would start backtracking. I'm going to go back up through... Uh, let's see here. Okay. So you backtrack so. up through... To H seventeen, all the way back up through H to so H seventeen. We followed we up. Yep, you've gone through H eighteen. You came in through H fourteen. You've been through H thirteen. So we need to go back south through H thirteen. I'm looking at the map here. Yeah, to yeah. H sixteen. Yep, H sixteen and H fifteen. Where was the? Here, I'm looking for. I'm yeah, scrolling wait. through the map. We went through 11 and 13. Yep, yep. and 12. And 12, yeah. So so 16, 15, which direction? So we would, we would come across 16 first, right? Yep, so. yeah, so I would just start going down to 16. All right, make sure you're uh, commanding Tika with your new newly learned draconic words. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all you, buddy. That was only two days ago, not... Five weeks. Yeah. Sure. Um, we'll go with that. You enter 16. Uh, can you roll a d12 for me? I can. Do I really want to? Yeah, do maybe. it. Do it. Do it. Lucky number seven. Seven. You kind of look around, and if I turn to ice again, I'm gonna be pissed. You're eerily quiet, but you don't notice anything. Well. All right, so I'm I'm just gonna continue looking around, and I'm gonna go south into the next opening if I don't see anything. Yep. Kirkus is gonna stay behind and investigate this room. All right. Uh. Crixus, go ahead and take a look around the room as you pass through. Uh, Doug, you're going to have the option to go left or right to H22 or H15. 
Seven. I don't do a very good job. I'm gonna find keep... a lot of ice and snow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going south. Keep going south to age twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Age twenty-two opens up, and there is a large borehole. Uh, can you roll a d12 for me again? Oh, Jesus. This 30-foot-high cave exits to the north and south, and along the western side is a 15-foot diameter hole in the floor that seems to be the upper end of a tunnel. As a side note, large borehole was your mom's nickname in high school. Oh, wow. Ouch. Wow. Are you implying my mom's a pig? <laughs> I got 12. You got, you got, you got a 12. 12 on the die. You look around, and the only thing in front of you is this large borehole. Again, it's it's creepy quiet, like unsettlingly quiet. Does we filter in there, that hole look a lot like the other hole we saw? Yes, it does. It looks very much like that hole, and you have a feeling it may lead right down to where the last one Crixus, you get that feeling as you come into this room. Is there no any in. any large rocks or ice chunks I could throw down? Uh, Crixus yeah. just reminds everybody what what was at the bottom of that thing, right? Yep. So I'm gonna take a the largest chunk of ice I can find and huck it down there. Okay, and then it's, you hear it sliding along the ice, and then into a splash. You don't hear any screech or anything, though. Hmm. Anybody feel like going for a swim? Crixus uh, told us there was something like, uh, uh, I can't remember what a centipede snake or something down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember what, I'd have to look when in my I, notes. When I had the, uh, the beacon, uh, I, we had sent it down there, and there was kind of like, uh, a large snake with multiple legs. So that was, it was terrifying looking. <laughs> and uh, we should be wary of it. So you're saying you don't want to go down there and swim? I mean, I'm saying there's probably some cool stuff down there. Uh, yeah. And that's what we're here for. But it is I'm dangerous. Definitely here for some cool stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I think we determined the reason we didn't go in was because we didn't have a way back out, potentially. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily seem closer to where we're headed, so. So the question is then, do you move on further south or do you go back to H15? I would just continue. We're, we're on this path, so I would continue going south. All right. Unless there's any objections, you continue heading south. Um, can we just ask? So, Jacob, your your uh, your friend, what does he think about the hole? Does he have any perspective? She, she? Tika, Tika. Uh, Tika would probably take a smell, take a sniff of it, and see if there's any. Any good or bad smells? Yeah. Let's see. 
perception is wisdom, right? So just roll a f- two plus two is four. <clears throat> Probably not. Oh, she sniffs her own butt. Ah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, Tika has no problem jumping into it if someone wants her to go, but she also doesn't know if she could claw way back up. But I can recast her if need be, or re-summon her. I will command her to go down, and I don't remember what the commands are. Fetch, explore. Explore, yeah. Let's see. We gave you a quiet, help, attack, fetch, and hear. Oh. Mm. But we're probably all in the room by now, so. Yep, so you're all around. So if, if Jacob actually could tell her to go explore. Unfortunately, if she can't come back, she can't tell us what she saw or even try to communicate it, so. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna go so to myself then. She is. She is. Uh, I set her to acid the last time, so she is like black, and she <laughs> would probably do a good job sneaking. No, I'm just gonna go so keep you... going south. I'm. I'm not gonna bother with with Tika. Okay. okay right. So you continue on south. Moving on towards H31. From a distance, you can see a flat, cloudy sheet of ice on one wall of this 40-foot-high cavern, and there is something dark and humongous that shifts behind this wall of ice, its tentacles waving unimpeded. You become aware that you are not alone inside your mind. Somehow this horror, this thing from another world, has wormed its way inside you. Is this everybody or is this just me? How close do you get? You feel something probing at the edges of your head. I'm going to cast Detect Good in... Is it six, within 60 feet? Uh, you can get within 60 feet of it, yes. I will get Would within... It's calling yes. to you? Yeah, I'm going to get within 60 feet and do the uh, Detect Good and Evil Divine Sense. Oh, this thing seems very evil. I will tell everybody. Um, is it an actual like wall of ice or is it like a pond or what it, is it uh, it's, trying to see from it the it says map? wall in the description okay uh, I assume it's the whole it's like a pond that goes up the wall and you can see foggily through it all and he's massive behind all of that mm. I uh, the closer you get to it um Doug, the more you felt it probing the edges of your mind. Like you first felt it probably about 80 feet away. And as you got within 60 feet to detect good or evil, you feel it reaching out, almost calling to you. 
All right. Well, I am going to take Scoot and Jack's advice. I, I rolled a magic eight ball. Uh, she says, that's a nope. Get out, Doug. Uh, and I rolled a magic eight ball, and it says, uh, yeah, because my question was, should I listen to Scoot and Jack? So I am going to back away. Okay. Um, you back away to the rest of the group. Yep. I'm going to back away to the rest of the group, and uh, I'm actually going to go and hug that south wall and say, okay. let's see if we can't sneak past it and continue south. This I don't know if this is a guard of some sort, but I don't I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So sneak past it through this room or sneak find another way to sneak past it? Uh, I'm going to, honestly, I, I, I think maybe we can get past it if we hug that south, this, this wall, and I'm going to, that south wall I'm going to kind of go by. Go by this well, what is it, Matt? Hug it around you the want, corner? Do yeah. you want to send Tika first? Yeah, let's send Tika. Yeah, that's a great, that's actually a great idea. <laughs> All right, I will send Tika along the south wall. As what Tika evil are we preparing to face, boy? As she gets right to the corner, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for her. She has plus five on this. Nineteen. Nineteen, yeah, she walks around the corner like nothing happened. She's clearly a little spooked by the thing, keeping her distance. But she walks around that corner perfectly fine. Okay. Alright. Well, it looks like she made it. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go. And I'm really gonna be cautious as I almost like you know, when you're on a ledge and you have your back yep. against it and you kind of shuffle? <laughs> you're shuffling, you get right to that corner. I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Every day I'm shuffling. Uh, 18. 18, yeah. You, you feel the thing probe at your mind. And reaching in, but you are able to shake off this feeling as you round the corner and head down the tunnel to the south, meeting up with Tika. Um, I'm going to... Crixus, how do you feel about this? I'm going to get out a length of rope and uh, tie it probably to Valine. One end of it. Do you understand what's happening? It's... You can Doug just, seems to just be going kind of crazy. You walk hey, now. as you get closer to it, you can feel it reaching out to your mind, Crixus. Yeah, can I tie um one end of the rope to Valine and one end to me? And uh as as I start feeling that, be like, okay, something weird here. I think we need to get through it. Uh, in case something bad happens to one of us. So Crixus has had people living in his brain before. Is it like that? No, it's different. It's not mm. like it's in your brain. It's like it's examining. 
probing, trying, finding, looking for weakness. Girls. Uh, hey, Malene. I think I might have uh, done this wrong. So on saving throws, it says I have plus three on saves. Is that automatically added to the save? Yeah. If you click the saving throw button, yeah. Okay, so I would have gotten uh, 15 then on my save, Fif not an 18. 15. Because um, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm trying to read, and I think this is, I made this mistake before because it says plus okay. three on saves, and as I'm looking at my modifiers and stuff. Yeah. So you, you pause for a second at that, and then or you feel something really kind of almost like a finger plunging itself into your brain. Oh. And you concentrate, you're able to push that away and continue around the corner. Okay. I'm just going to shake my head and... I'm going to yell back to the team, Be strong. Keep your mind strong. Who's going next? You tied yourself to Valene, Jacob. Crixus is going to go. Yeah. Is Crixus going? Okay. Crixus will go. Do it. Do it. Do it. What saving throw is that? Wisdom. Players are good at that, right? 14? Yes, I'm very good at it. Except when I roll like that. 14. You get to the corner and something seizes control of your mind and you freeze. So Doug would have been... I, I would be waiting around that corner. Um, is he around the corner, or is he out of my line of sight yet? He is right at the corner. You can both see him from both sides of it. But you freeze, almost like something has taken control of your body and locked you in place as you feel the fingers of it probe your mind. Crisis! Looking for information. What are you waiting for? You can hear your friends. You can't move. Crixus! speak. Jacob's just going, crap, 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 crap. All right. Uh, Jacob's going to do the, um, he's going to do less sneaking. He's got Valene in tow about, uh, depending on how much rope, about 30, 40 feet yep. of rope between them. Uh, he's going to say, Valene, here we go. And he's going to run and, and along that wall and in the process, his plan is to grab Crixus and slide him along the ice around the corner if he can if he makes it that far okay as you approach Crixus and you get hand on him I need you to make a wisdom saving throw <laughs> uh, sixteen you feel something penetrate into your mind and you fight it back as you grab Crixus's arm or waist and just start trying to slide him along the ice. Um, Crixus, you can tell you're being slid along the ice. You can see it, you can hear it, you cannot speak, you cannot move. Something I, has hold of your body and mind. Like I'm going to rush up to him experienced before. and uh, grab Crixus. So you reach in, you grab Crixus. Um, Valene goes uh, beyond, or it comes time that she has to pass them. You are well beyond it. Uh, as you are pushing Crixus, um, 
Jacob, and you are playing <laughs> Crixus. Uh, Doug. Jacob, suddenly there's drag on the rope. Hard as you turn around and realize Valene is frozen in place. Perfect. And you are pulling her with the rope. So okay. Yeah, I don't think I can do both. I'm not with the strength of eight. So yeah. So you turn around and start focusing on pulling Valene beyond this corner. Yeah. Uh, Doug, you've started taking Manning Crixus and moving him through. Yep. I'll pull him south out of until I can until I can feel that tingly out of my brain. I'm going to keep moving him south. So I'm not sure how far down that is. How far you're taking him? Yeah, until until I feel the the fingers get out of my brain. Oh, you you don't feel anything in your brain at the point where you picked up Crixus. Oh, okay. You, you, so you sense the presence, but nothing is probing okay. you. So I'm gonna bring him almost to the mouth of those of where H32. H32 is. Yep. So right to that okay. opening, and I'm gonna prop him up in that little indent on the left there, just so he's kind of out of the way. Okay. I'm gonna lean him against the wall if he's stiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He's he is stiff. Um, looking into H32, every surface of this 20 foot high cave is polished to a mirror finish. Uh, you are faced with distorted reflections of yourself standing in this archway. Nice. Um, you think trying to go into that cave would be very disorienting based on the reflections. You stand there, uh, observing the cave, Crixus, the quiet, as Jacob comes walking behind you, dragging Valene along. You stand there, faced with your two friends that are paralyzed, unblinking, unmoving. I am going to just reach back and, and give Crixus a strong backhand right to the face uh go ahead and make an attack roll he doesn't have his dexterity modifier to this at all so for his ac it'd be very easy to backhand him feels more like a constitution saving throw 12 Crixus, you see doug wind up backhand you and he backhands you and you feel the impact but your head doesn't move uh, Doug, as you backhand him, it hurts your hand. Like, you hit the bone beneath his skin, and mm-hmm. that really hurt. Like backhanding His, his head did not move at all. Crixus, inside, you feel this, like, imagine several 20, 30 tentacles just probing their way around your mind. You, you slowly are hanging on to the what what is your reality and what is you focusing on your friend in front of you the slap actually helped you maintain focus on the here and now as this thing probes through your mind and looking through all your memories through all your insecurities looking for weakness looking for a way Looking for information. Thanks. Um, if Valine, I probably would 
uh, is is uh, so they're like stiff as a statue. So not like yep. I could throw her throw her over the top of Tika and have him or have her carry her. She's it would like be awkward. rigid. You, okay. Yeah, you'd have to tie her. Yep, they are okay. rigid. All right, I just try to get her down in that same area next to Crixus and. You do. It's not hard with the ice. You can drag her along. She may fall over at some point, but then she slides this along is, the ice well. This is beyond my level of expertise. You got any uh, cool paladin things that uh, you can do to these guys? Besides slapping? The magic hand slap I, of the paladin. Yeah, I, I know that's in the, uh, the medicinal handbook with the snake on the cover, but is there anything you would like to try and do Doug um, I am going to I'm, I'm looking through all my stuff uh... in Crixus um the piece of his mind that is active, can he oh, reach snap. out to Suni? Hey. So and just like yeah, talk to her with his mind. Just uh right, you know, prayer, his deity. reach out. Yeah. Yeah. Focus on Suni. just for focus and clarity of mind. Mm-hmm. For sure. What would you like to try and do, Doug? So something. I, I realized I didn't realize I had this. I have aura of protection. While you are conscious, you grant all friendly creatures, including you within 10 feet, a plus three bonus to all saving throws. What was your saving throw? I, I'm just trying to remember. Kurt just had a 12. Were you, were you, were you within, I wrote him down. Were you within 10 feet of him when he rounded the corner? I, I, I would have. Oh, been. yeah. They, they weren't within 10 feet of you at that point. So. Oh. That was quite a trap. Okay. Through that yeah, I here. suppose. Well, for future reference, if you're within 10 feet of me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you do over the next hour? I mean, I think I would probably just try a Cure Wounds first level just to see if it does anything. It doesn't appear to do anything to them. Go ahead and expect. Okay. I would try yeah. Spare the Dying. Okay. Can you cast Spare the Dying? And you usually have a good idea if that takes hold. It doesn't seem to do anything. They they are both clearly still living. They have a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Their eyes um. open. They seem to be breathing. Um. I don't know if it would work, but I think you Lay on Hands can cure a disease or poison looks like I don't know if that's uh you gotta use five five points of it though this is mouthing kill me oil can oil can <laughs> oil can <laughs> oh yeah I would try I would try the lay on hands then okay trying to do what use five points to uh I'm gonna try to cure a disease because I don't think he's poisoned. Okay. You can go ahead and mark off your lay on hands. Five points. Yep. Laying your hands aboard Crixus or on Crixus. You try and cure the disease. 
and it doesn't seem to do anything for him. I mean, I think the only other thing, I guess I'd do a medicine check just to see if I can figure out what's going on. I'm proficient but in intimidation. It's... Can I try to scream in his face? <laughs> you absolutely can scream in his face. Don't call down other monsters. No, I, I would not do that. Um, I'm medicine checking. Stay, stay, stay. Uh, 21 on a medicine check, and it's probably more just confirming what I felt trying to probe my mind that he yeah. didn't. Yeah, there isn't a lot you, know, <laughs> you don't know that this is a medicinal thing. Uh, Over the course of the hour, you try many, many things. You have one last thing you want to try there, Norm? Ah. <laughs> uh, looked like you were going to say something. No, I'm thinking, uh... I'm checking my inventory to see if I have... Does the professor have any advice oh. for our team? I'm going to press the amulet of Mistral on him. Because isn't that something we got from the cave? Yeah. Yeah, you I'm going to press the amulet, amulet of Mistral on him and pray to my god. Your god is... I don't know, whoever my god is. <laughs> whoever my god is. <laughs> He's an unholy holy pin man. But... Uh, you press the symbol to him and nothing, uh, nothing seems to come of it. The professor standing there, uh, says this is unworldly magic. This is not magic of our realm. They're under some sort of spell. So I'm gonna say to him, so batter battering shielding him probably won't help then? <laughs> Nothing physical. If you have a way to dispel magic, possibly might help. I don't get rid to, of magic. Um let's see, Paladin can change their spells every day, but do you, yeah, I would what levels dispel magic? Do you get it? Never been a paladin. Do you have it? Because you you aren't going to get through a day before this resolves itself. I no, I don't have it in my inventory. Okay. Over the course of the hour, Crixus, you feel these fingers probe your mind. Uh, you realize that Valene is probably going through the same thing. I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. As will Valine. Okay. And I'm definitely within close proximity to a paladin, so I am that save is twenty-two. Twenty-two. You do save. Um as does Valine. So I need to roll this out. Um, you will take half of this. Uh, oh, and then make, make sure I got this right. Okay. I see it, Tom. You take half of 61 points of psychic damage. Oh, so 30 points of psychic damage 
Shit. My um, and Valine also takes 30 points of psychic damage because she saved as well. Then, I need you to... Oops. Let's back that up. I need you to roll D100 for me, Grixis. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Mm. Sorry, guys. I got you into this. Mm -hmm. My bad. Maybe. It's D100 here as well. Maybe we should have went down the hole. Yeah, maybe. which give her disadvantage on all ability checks going forward. Uh, uh, cool. Awesome. And you guys are gain full function of yourself again, but Crixus, you are now paranoid, and Valine is hallucinating. Well, this module so, loves and... the madnesses. No, it's, it's a horror module. It is about being alone <laughs> and being driven to the edge of madness. And yeah, that, Ryan, you absolutely like, you were right then. Like, can you call it? I'm like, yeah, this thing is, this is like a fucking Cthulhu thing. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> sounded, sounded like that's where we were headed. So I would have probably not gone forward, but yeah. it is cool. That that uh, wisdom saving throw was a fifteen. <laughs> so you, those of you that got by, just uh, got by. <laughs> yeah, Doug fifteen. Well, plus the three for Doug, but then yeah. Jacob sixteen, and Crixus only missed it by one. Yep, exactly. So Valine is hallucinating. I'm gonna make note of this. So yeah, you can take us out of here. So you went from. The frying pan into the fire, basically. Yeah. Well, still alive. Well, this so that's that's my bad. <laughs> Just as a note, we'll probably take a short rest as Crixus gets his mind around what the hell just happened and roll some hit dice. Maybe I don't know. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have any. Oh yeah, you guys did. Oh, he just took thirty. That's right. <laughs> they both did. Him like, and Valine. That was eight D ten. Oh my god! I just took a mental shot in the mouth. Yeah, I did. 
Oh, I see what you're thinking. So that's 31. Yeah. We're, we're making our way through the cave now. I mean, now, now we're kind making of... Making our way. Yeah, exactly. I was waiting for you to do that. Oh, where the hell did my map go? Alright. We are Two Nerds One Quest. We are here every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. If we are not all here, you will see other D&D modules and fun made-up stuff happening. Uh, I think we got every combination now, don't we? Yep. Um, so you we guys haven't Ryan played gone. one without... Without me, you haven't done something oh, yeah. different. Yeah, so we'll have to do... Oh. We'll but I know you're planning for that for summer. Yep. So. Oh, yeah. We'll get that rolling. Yep, that'll be a summer thing. Uh, yeah, Sunday mornings, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, why Central Time? Because we live in the best in time Central zone time. in the world. In the guts. <laughs> Uh, you can, if you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. Go to bit.ly slash our fun discord to find all of our links. Uh, join our discord, have some fun. Uh, we talk about things like beer and movies and music and games. Uh, yeah. Ask us questions. We are all accessible in the discord. Um, oh, well, yeah. More or less. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, if you want to support us, also uh, give us some reviews and ratings wherever you get your podcast from. This is also put out in podcast form on our Patreon. You get your own private feed, which has the pre- and post-show content. Um, the regular podcast that is free to the world uh, does not include that. It is just the show proper from the opening music to the closing music. So pop in our Patreon, just a dollar a month gets you your own podcast feed. Um, with all that extra stuff. So, with that being said, for me, for Lazy Dragon, for Cooch, Mr. DMJC, we'll catch you on the flip side. Get after it. It probes your mind. Just like your mom. That's so sweet. Did you have uh, oh, a oh, Polish pie or something? I forget what those things are called. But... If you guys are in yeah, chat, chat was... go on this link and click on it. We're going to vote on some show titles. Oh, hell yeah. yeah I, was, I was on the, the, the far half and all of a sudden came out through the through the uh, panel-y doors into the bar area. I was like, wait, I know where I am. That is awesome. But I haven't been there probably in 20 plus years. I mean, it's completely different now because someone drove into it, so they did a lot of renovation to it. <laughs> <laughs> and Disadvantage I wish I of being... That really happened. Right. Who the hell said roll scant like a bowling ball? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to read these out. Uh, your mom has a lot of dexterity laying on her back. Uh, down with the ray of sickness. He's got a nice twilight glow about him. No Noel is good Noel. Spring cleaning the bag of holding. That was from Scoot and Jack. Uh, Frozen Frost Giant. 
Skull, skull pillar is sus. Large boar hole. I'm definitely here for some cool stuff. Roll scant like a bowling ball. And if you are stiff for more than an hour, you may want to consult a doctor. And that was from Elkwin, I believe. <laughs> that just seems really appropriate. <laughs> if you're in chat, vote on some titles. Go to that right. link. I'm vote. giving that one. Vote, 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 vote. So what's everybody got going on today? Sitting on my ass after tiling the backsplash of my girlfriend's kitchen yesterday. The two of us got up early in the morning and hit that hard. And nice, nice work, man. So now we're going to relax and enjoy it. <laughs> Are you just going to sit in the kitchen, pull up a chair, and just stare at it for a while? No, we can see the kitchen from the living room. So. Oh. <laughs> sit in the living room on the comfy doing? couch. I and... talked to her in a while. How's she doing? Very, very well. She got a promotion. we got to find a reason to get together again. Oh, hell yeah. We, we've we talked about that, like getting together with you guys, with kids and everything. So we definitely need to do that sometime soon. Yeah, I'm overdue for a haircut, so hopefully that's this afternoon for you. I got one. Oh, nice. Put my hat on. So I needed oh. one in the worst way. <laughs> Let's see. Masters final round is today, so that's exciting times. The Brewers are off to... Uh, gangbusters start to the season at 0-2 against the Scrubs. So hopefully they can uh, try to even the score today a little bit and then uh up, my life right there. Leaning up, up of this oh, house. <laughs> I'm watching some soccer. I'm not sure what channel it's on. It may be on um, something important, but Manchester City and Liverpool play this morning. They're the top two teams in the English Premier League, and whoever wins this game is likely going to win the league. So, probably happening right now. Yeah, ten thirty a.m. kicks off. So there you go. Are you going to go to the? Uh, do you see the game that's coming to Lambo? I am. Me and Rick have been talking about this high yep. chance of that happening. Yes. Just got to find right. out when and how much, or I mean, where we can get tickets and how much they are. Yeah. Um, it looks like we've got a tie. Someone needs to break the tie. I don't like breaking ties. If you're in chat, go vote. I don't want to break a tie. If you're in chat, vote, 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 vote. I'll give it another minute. That was fun. Yep, my, uh, my three plans for today. One was get us all ahead of Tika and let her... Um, just keep dying as many times as I can cast, uh, bring her back, and hopefully we just keep shooting her, or shooting the vampire range. Uh, second was uh, the the um, beat of force. Hopefully trapping it inside either one or both of them, recoup and get ready, and then when the bead when the force dropped, everybody holding an attack or something, and then yeah. the uh, the terrible idea was if I my bag of holding if I can toss it or get it so that it's open and have Tika take Crixus's bag of holding and dive into the other one that would remove both vampires from existence for us but everything in the bags of holding would be gone yeah the problem with that one is trying to communicate that through combat you guys were staggered like it was your group and then a vampire and then Crixus and then another mm -hmm. vampire so it's it would have been yeah. sketchy to try and dodge that. The yeah, it would have it would have required it would have required Crixus to fall, Doug to 
get Crixus out of there yep. without really communicating it. And then between me and Tika, I think I could have done it. But there probably yeah. would have been a role or two involved. But, As it stands, I mean, you guys actually did very well with that. And I think I think if you do the beta force and he's not captured, he's only pushed back, and or you do the shove only... I think that fight's different, but the combination of the two of them putting that space, that 30 feet yeah. between you guys where he couldn't get back to you after and after having staked him. Mm -hmm. make Contacting with that staking and then pushing 30 feet away from you guys was what you needed to do in that instance. It allowed the little guy to get taken care of, and then you were able to everyone focus on the big guy, and he wasn't regenerating, and then he needed to come back, and you guys had the range to... He didn't have any range things. That's so that distance was like even from the beginning would have been much better. The only thing he could do at range was poison you if you failed the saving throw when he looked at you. Mm -hmm. He could also howl and make you run away, but that's all he had for ranged attacks. So being up in his mm -hmm. grill was probably the worst. Option. Yeah, and then yeah, watching it back, like I know, I know me personally, the strategy is. If there's four of us and three of them, we need to get rid of some of them. And yep. we were all we were all spreading out all the damage amongst all of them. Yep. And then they were recovering. And it's like that was like the opposite of what if we would have. Yeah, had you, you know, hyper focused the little ones first, you probably would have killed them even through their regeneration and not had to worry about staking. Yeah. yeah. But Final Fantasy rules. I know I'm guilty Focus of it. all targets on one. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I'm guilty of it. As soon as I jumped into the fray, I attacked the only one who hadn't been hit yet, so or the, yep. the big one. It's like, yep, nope, I'm guilty of it. Yep, for sure. All right. All right, yeah, think, looks cool. I'm, I'm going to have to break it. We lived. You dug it out, Tom? Are you breaking the tie? Yep. All right. Drum roll, please. Down with the ray of sickness. All right. I'm into it. Probably a more, um, a better show title to, to like for a show title instead of being like a uh, Panic at the Disco song title. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Although I do like the Panic at the Disco. Oh, hell yeah. I love Panic at the Disco. All right, All right guys. Yep. I don't think there's anybody to raid right now. Anybody online that's. Sooner or later, we'll have... folks. I will have be streaming myself. Sunday. Yeah, you guys have a great Sunday. Sooner or later, folks, I will be, and I will make note of it when I start streaming. I will stream sometime during the week. Uh, I am creating a new homebrew world, so I may stream some of that, brainstorming and trying to get that together. Uh, I could um, do game prep either for my current homebrew story with an Eberron or... Um, uh, prepping this, although prepping this is a lot of just reading. Um, sometimes I tweak things because there's only three party members. Four, technically, if you include Valene. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, I when I start streaming, it'll be something. Are you going to do it Something DM-related or... On this channel? Or what's what's your... What's your I will end up doing it on my own channel, which is DMJC. DM when underscore JC? When I do JC? end up streaming that. Uh, it's underscore. I think it's a single underscore. I'll, I will, when I make the announcement, I'll let everyone know. Um, Tom, I gotta, uh, figure out how to, uh, if you can get me the password information for Twitter. Cause I would, I would tweet that out if I were going to go do that too. So 
there you go. I just posted your channel. I, oh, there you go. Yep. Um, yeah, it's got my uh, DMJC stuff. It's still kind of not put together yet. Uh, so. Rock nope, and roll. That's fine. If you're in, you're in chat, just go ahead and click on that link. At some point, he'll have something. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I was going to actually post that in Discord in one of our private channels if anybody wants to log into the the Twitter. Gmail or Twitter because I set up a, a new a separate Gmail for it. Okay. Cool. Oh, so, hey guys. Yes. Are we doing Easter Sunday next week? Oh. Uh no. I will not be doing Easter Sunday. No. Nope. So we are off next week. That we are off important. next week. No. It's Easter Sunday. So they got to wait two weeks to get back to the hotness. I, for, I keep forgetting next week is Easter. Yeah, same here. Right. Yeah, I had a little. I put a little schedule just on a post-it, and I had all the dates on there, and I did not, for whatever reason, catch that it was I got Easter. Mother's Day, I got Father's Day. I, for whatever reason, I just completely skipped Easter. Yep, I will. I'll try to... I'll... I'll put that out on Twitter later this week, and I will. Uh, I'll probably just do a replay on Sunday morning, yeah. maybe. Replay this one. Yep. I love it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, nice work again, DM. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Later, chat. Yeah, we lived. <laughs> Have yourself a great Sunday, dude. Nice yeah. job. Take care.